showman for July 19th, 2023. How's it going? How goes it? Oh man, you know what? We got about a month. I think we got about a month leading up to our anniversary episode coming up. I don't know, 7th anniversary, 6th. I can't count anymore because I keep renewing this damn SoundCloud subscription. But anyways, uh, I'm I'm going to change the tone of the show, <laughs> which is at least for the next month. I'm just going to have a positive content, you know, just talk about good things. Because, you know, as we, I, I, it's easy to hate and I'm really good at hating. That's why I'm good at what I'm good at. You know, even outside of this damn audio forum. But the point is, point is, like, I need to, I need to go antithesis, I can't fucking speak. Um, you know what I've been talking about? And then I think I really started that last week when I started talking about the women's sports with more realistic yet an optimistic tone. So I'm just going to continue that. Despite the fact that the world is burning, you know, and then recession is head on the horizon. Everybody fucking bitching about it. Temperature sucking. You know, interest rate is fucking ridiculous. To a point where I just go, oh my god, what the fuck. I think I got hit pretty hard. Because <laughs> it's officially over 8% on my adjustable rate that's set. And you go, BK, why do you have an adjustable rate? But then I go, I knew what the fuck I was doing when I was taking the risk. But again, I'm not going to criticize it. I welcome it. Because you know why? Sometimes you get tired of just hating. So anyways, I want to talk about positive stuff. And I'm going to start with... What the... Oops. I pressed the wrong button here. Start with the app threads. I never really had Twitter until I started this podcast. And I said, you know what? Let's set up a podcast, uh, Twitter account to this podcast. Not my personal... And then I realized that it's a great brain fart sharing tool, but yet at the same time, it became utterly, utterly useless for the time I have to spend and interact and all that. So because of that, I, I basically abandoned the Twitter account after about a year I started this podcast. And I also saw the exact thing that I absolutely hated about coming into Twitter, which is like, this is fucking stupid. This is not helping this is not advancing the society or any of that. And this has no like monetary value to like gain more traction of the listeners or something. Then again, you know, the threads came along and just randomly showed up one day, soft launch, soft opening. And I just signed up and then I said, let's give it a shot. Thankfully, I'm in North America, not in Europe where they have a more stringent, you know, data requirements and regulation and all that stuff. The stuff. You know, that Elon hates. But, you know, I just say, let's give it a shot. And then it's sort of a blank slate start of a Twitter that I just go, okay. And there, for now, there's less, like, uh, targeted ad content and all that stuff. No real hashtag trending and all that stuff, which I just said, all right, this is interesting. And then everybody who jumped on this app was like, this is like the beginning of Twitter in 2010, 2011. It was really nice, blah, blah, blah. And then I just go, all right. And I actually enjoyed it. And I'm not posting as much. I'm scrolling through it. But am I learning stuff as I go? I guess I'm reading the news tickers. It's been pretty good. And then the interact 
integration, the very tight integration that it has with Instagram and the Facebook. I still call it the Facebook. I just go, this has a lot of potential, although there's a debate about, hey, that initial interest kind of peaked and then it's kind of dying down at the moment. I go, I could see that. And then I just go, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll keep trying. This is, this is what the new platform looks like. Unfortunately, you know, we're doing this on Facebook meta platform, you know, which you just go, it lost a lot of trust, blah, blah, blah. And then it just created this whole new thing. And I just go, why didn't Mark Zuckerberg, you know, do this from the beginning instead of going into his whole whirlwind about AR, which I just said, well, not the AR for them, it's a VR in the metaverse. And I just go, all right. And now they're laying off a bunch of people. But again, I'm here to talk about positivity. Threads, great start. And I would say, all right, let's see how the rest of this goes. Um, but it's either go up and provide the advertisers the new revenue stream and then the place to put ads with integration with, I'm sure, with WhatsApp and Instagram and Facebook. It just go, it makes it much easier to onboard new users with your connections and network. You have. So there is that. So I want to give kudos for once to the Zucks, you know, aside from, you know, throwing goddamn Brazilian jiu-jitsu and getting ripped, you know, sharing his abs pick. You know, I first saw that on the threads. <laughs> good form. Good form. Uh, what else is good? What else is good? Oh, let's talk about, let's talk about Microsoft stock because apparently, apparently, they're at an all-time high. You know, out of all the tech companies, uh, the Fang, Fuming, whatever you want to call it, I actually thought I gave Microsoft the, the biggest long-term lead looking at 10, 15 years because, number one, the sheer cash that they carry, uh, you know, that's on the top of the chart with Apple. Number two, they have something that Apple doesn't have and a lot of things of advantages um, which are the enterprise accounts through office and windows contracts and also the azure for their uh, cloud that's an alternative really to amazon and aws so when i compare the two with like amazon versus apple versus microsoft i just and then they you know microsoft still pays pretty good dividends with all the cash that they got i just said i think they have the most amount of tool and the most amount of like diverse customers and really going with what Meta has with like tighter integration in the user base to you know pivot quickly, strategically speaking. And guess what? They invested really well with the open AI and then they integrated that quite a bit with Bing. Google's freaking out, you know, with their shitty ass part. But again, this is not about criticizing others. This is about uplifting the good ones. And Microsoft, despite how ready or unready the OpenAI, ChatGPT 4.0, 3.5, whatever the fuck you want to call it is, it's, and then today, as of the recording on Tuesday, Microsoft closes a record high after revealing the pricing for the AI subscription. Now, generative AI and all that co-pilot, Microsoft's co-pilot, you know, it's just going, it's very interesting. And, be very cautious about it, but at the same time, the fact that they're kind of digging into the prowess that they have with 
access to data and then the cash and the, all the might. Kudos to them. And I think they did a fantastic job despite the layoff and they had to do. But I just go, you know what? Compared to Apple, who has no real you know, presence in machine learning or be really shared at this moment, they're going into the Vision Pro with the, their virtual slash augmented reality, which is very interesting. And then, but the phone business, you know, they're still the king or the queen, you know, go between Samsung and them at this point. I just go like, you know what? Uh, it's Microsoft uh, is kind of weirdly coming back in a good way. So good for them. And then, you know, I'm sure if you're inside Microsoft, it's like, oh, it's stale, slow. It's a big-ass old corporation. It's almost 50 years old, coming up very soon, you know. It's like 40 years at least, the companies. You know, companies going through a midlife crisis, you know, if it's 40. Well, you know what? It decided to go big and buy its own Corvette, which became their AI. So good for them. Good for them. Congratulations. Um, I want to give one more praise, one more optimistic note uh, on the episode of The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, excuse me. And I started watching it again because I just go, all right, all right, you know, what is, what is the, what's the big thing here? Because the last couple of Bachelor, Bachelorettes, I just completely, we just completely tuned out because it was like, this is not interesting whatsoever. Now, I started watching it because it, it's very typical, but it's. I think it's. Uh, it's like the Major League Baseball that I went through, where I completely skipped the 2020 season and I came back late 2021. Blue Jays were doing better, but also I was just like, you know, I just needed a break from baseball because I absolutely hated the game of baseball through 2019 season and them trying to force a comeback in 2020 for some part ass 60 game season. I said, I don't give a shit. I really don't. And I think Bachelor Bachelor had the same thing. So I just needed a break from it and then come back. But I got to give a credit to uh, what's the face? The Brayden, one of the participants. And I just go, this, this is probably Brayden, if you don't know, in this season, the Bachelorette's name is Brayden Bowers. And, you know, everybody's freaking out, like, oh, you know, the whole thing about Bachelor Bachelorette is like, this show is not realistic. How do you fall in love and get engaged? To be honest, I think, oh, no, Bachelor, I named, I, I, I named the Bachelorette name wrong. Bachelorette Charity, and then Brayden is Brayden Bowers. And then they had concerns about, oh, he's stirring the pot. He's not really in here for the right reason, getting engaged. Uh, and then I'm reading the article off of a decider that, like, oh, night one, Charity's brother had a major concern about Brayden, you know, and then Brayden wasn't on the show with the intention of getting engaged, blah, blah, blah. And then, but to be honest, Brayden was like, dude, I'm skeptical that you just fall in love with someone on a show like this in such a short time. I just don't believe it. And then people are saying he's very mature, very egotistical, very selfish. But I also kind of go like, but dude, I just go, he's toxic. I just go, I don't see a problem with Brayden. For once, I love the fact that this young man, 24 travel nurse, has such a like such a sense of 
reality that I enjoy. And people call him a villain, and then I'm sure that's how the ABC producers and wanted to angle it that way, because like, oh, he's not here for love. And I just go, come on, man, you had 25 seasons of fucking Bachelor, Bachelorette, and how many of them really work out? The percentages are low. The numbers don't lie, you know? And Braden kind of spoke the fact. And Charity clearly was attracted to him to give him the rose, you know, last week. And then I just go, what's wrong with it? I like the guy. I like that he's talking some sense into this nonsensical show that's very redundant and tiring. And all the other guys are like, I'm here for Charity, anything for Charity. You know, you're, I'm here to get engaged, blah, blah, blah. And I just go like, dude, if, dude, this show started before any of you guys are fucking born, you know? And then I just go, if you're just going to repeat the same thing, what is the point? So I love Braden Bowers on this show. I mean, I think he has a lot of maturing to do, obviously. I think he needs to go out and live the world as a travel nurse. Go travel. You know, fuck some, you know, a lot of girls, you know. Have at it. Live life, yo. So, and then I just go, whatever. I think it was good for him. I like that guy. So I root for him, and then I hope he comes back as a bachelor and be like, put some fucking law down or like cause some fucking drama between the bitches. So that is that. Last one. This is a bit of a surprise, but I'm going to praise it. The Golden Bachelor. They showed, hey, it's coming. <laughs> Basically, golden age, middle age crisis. You know, I just go, finally a bachelor who's over 50. And I just go, oh my God, we're going to see all these old ass women I think. Let's see what the age gap looks like between this old bachelor versus the candidates, the contestants. You know, if you're going to give me a 25-year-old to a golden bachelor who's going to be like 58, it's like, bro, I don't want a daughter to be the love. Like, let's set the expectation. That's just, that just like shitty casting. But I don't think they're going to do that. So they said, all right, the golden bachelor. I, I'm... I'm I'm minorly intrigued because I just go, look, man, how many women are going to be on this show? Oh, Golden Bachelor, 71? Are you kidding me? He don't look 71. Get the hell out of here. But uh, for senior focus version, he don't look fucking senior, dude. Good for him. Good for him. Good for the man. And then let's see what the women look like. Uh, well, you know, I, I don't know. My, my, my guess is like, look, man. How many of these uh, contestants for the women <laughs> are going to be going through their menopause <laughs> or past it? You know, and then I just go, is everyone going to be over 60? You know, do they qualify to withdraw their money from 401k without getting pen penalized whatsoever? Penal. Mm. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. But you know what? Good for them. I am intrigued. You know, there are like a bunch of like older people shows coming up. You know, I, the developed nations are getting older and aging. And if any of these old people can share some wisdom that Braden shared as a 24-year-old and reverse the fucking number, you know, two and a half times their age or something, three times the age, for God's sakes, now I think about it, the Golden Bachelor is almost three times as old as Braden, who just got eliminated. God damn. But anyways, good for ABC. I want to see what kind of shit show this would look like. Oh, God, this, this golden bachelor lost his high school sweetheart, you know. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Suddenly fell ill and passed away in 2017. I shouldn't laugh, but Jesus Christ. You know, so good for him. Anyways, I wanted to leave all the positive notes 
in this. You know, forget the hot weather outside. Forget the global warming. Forget your problems. I'm just going to be like Marion Williamson and then just like throw positivity through the, you know, anniversary episode. Let's see how long this lasts. Two weeks in a row. All right? Let me know if you hate this fucking format. And then uh, email me at aa-outlook.com, aa-outlook.com, and then uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. Peace out.